Hi, leader. Thank you for joining me again on yet another podcast of On Purpose with Lane Sides. You know the drill. I am Lane Sides, and my purpose is to get you into purpose on purpose. Leader, listen, this week I want to share with you, the Bible says that many are called, but few, you got it, are chosen. I want to talk to you this week about you are chosen. There are two concepts when it comes to being chosen. And I need you to have these two concepts down. There's a huge difference between when you were created and when you were made. We use those words interchangeably, but they are two different things. They're very different, in fact. The Bible says that God made Adam. God made man. The Bible says he made him from the dust of the earth. Um, That word made means to take one substance and innovatively make something else out of it. So in other words, God took Adam from the dust of the earth and created a man or a person, but he still did not have life. It wasn't until God breathed in him that he became a living, what Hebrew says, nefesh or living soul. So the word Adam actually means mud man. Listen, Adam's name was man of the mud. God made him from the dust. He was made from the mud. He took one substance and made another thing out of that substance. The word created is totally different. The word created means to pull from nothing. Do you hear me? So when you create, you're not changing a substance into another use. You're taking something out of nothing. And then that's what creation means. You're creating something from nothing. Most of us get hung up on how we got here and our family and our lack of family or or the distinctions or what they've been through, the brokenness. And all of a sudden, we feel all these feelings of low self-esteem and no value. What's this? Because of how we got our body. But that's not really where you came from. Your mom and dad just gave you a body. The real you didn't come from your mom and dad. The real you came from Christ. The word is Christos in the in the Greek, anointing. It, 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 you, you came from Christ before the foundation of the world, according to Ephesians. You were already chosen in Christ Jesus before God ever said, let there be light. That makes us feel good, but we've got to break that concept down. Because where was I and how did I get here? How did I get here? He chose me in Christ before the foundations of the earth. He chose me. So that means God somehow in eternity, he had a meeting before God ever said, let there be light. He had a meeting. The word foundation in in the, in the sentence before the foundation of the world, it means substructure. You see sheetrock and door frames and cosmetics and paint and electronics when you go into a building, but those are not the things that holds up the building. There is stuff behind all that that is the substructure that that allows us to come in here or or come into a building and have a meeting and do what we do. That's the word for foundations. The word for foundations also means conception. Go back and read Genesis 1, 1 through 3. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth and and the heavens and earth. uh, The the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And God said, let there be. The earth was without form. It did not have any arrangement to it. It had no order to it. And darkness covered the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering. Go back and read Genesis. That tells me you can have the Holy Ghost and still have chaos. Because the Holy Ghost was present in the lack of order. The earth was without form. It was void. 
darkness covered the face of the deep. Now the Bible says the Spirit of God was hovering. We are adults, so I'm just going to teach this. Uh, it's adults on this podcast. The Hebrew word there for hovering would be like a man hovering over his wife, and they are about to conceive. It would be like a man about ready to release seed. That is the same word used in Genesis chapter 1, that the Spirit of God hovered over something that had no form, and it had no order, and he was about to release his seed. What is God's seed, leader? It's his word. So he hovered over nothing, and he said... That's his word, let there be light. And then all of a sudden, everything starts moving into place because God deposited into that, he deposited seed into uh, that which had no form, that which was void and that which was without life. It's the same word that the angel used with Mary when he said the Holy Spirit shall overshadow you and you shall conceive a son and you shall call his name Jesus. That's Luke chapter one, verse 31. God with us, Emmanuel, In other words, the Holy Ghost will hover over you and you shall conceive a son, not from a man, but you shall conceive a son from God. And just like nothing conceived God, and the Bible says before God ever used his word to conceive anything, he had chose you and me. You're chosen leader. Do you understand the power of that? You were already chosen before that event in Genesis chapter one. Before he ever stepped out and said, let there be light, you were already chosen. Listen, so all I can assume is this, somewhere in eternity before God let anything conceive his word, God had a meeting. What did he call? Who did he call to the meeting? Himself, because there wasn't anybody else. He had a meeting with himself. So the Father, the Word, and the Spirit, those three words make up the Godhead. Jesus, the Bible says in Colossians 2 and 9, is the fullness of the Godhead bodily. He came together and said, let us make man. So there was a meeting and all the works of God were established in that meeting. You've got to understand you live in time. God does not live in time. You live in time. God lives in eternity. To God, your life is already finished. You're waiting to see what's going to happen tomorrow. To God, tomorrow is already in his rearview mirror. Because God looks at your whole life as a painted canvas and as a completed picture. All the works of God were established in that meeting. Let us make man in our own image and in our likeness. So God called a meeting and everything he was going to do, he finished it then in that meeting. That's why the Bible says, before you in your mother's womb, I ordained you, Jeremiah 1 and 5. I knew you and the steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord and that God created you with his workmanship and you were created to do God good works in Christ Jesus that he ordained beforehand when's beforehand in that meeting before you were actually born watch this so God had already established your works he had ordered your steps he had already adopted you he had already chosen you He'd already predestined you. The Bible says for those he did foreknew, he did predestine. And those he predestined, he called. And those he called, I'm speaking out of Romans, he justified. And those he justified, he glorified. God finished everything in that meeting before your mama and daddy ever laid eyes on each other. Revelations 13 and 18, go there and check it out talking about Jesus. So there was a meeting. All the works of God were established in that meeting. The lamb was slain in that meeting. And you and I were present inside the lamb who was slain in that meeting. In that meeting, you were chosen. In that meeting, the steps of your life were ordained. 
before one of them ever came to be. In that meeting, all of the works that you would do in life were ordained before one of them came to be. And in that meeting, the steps of a good man were ordered of the Lord. In that meeting, you were chosen. Leader, in that meeting, you were adopted. In that meeting, you were accepted into the blood. In that meeting, you were predestined. I'm just trying to help somebody today. In that meeting, you were called. In that meeting, you were justified. And in that meeting, you were glorified. Before God ever said, let there be light. I, listen, you, you, you better you better catch this real quickly. For some of you who have been worrying about low self-esteem and do I have any value and does God love me and why is everybody picking on me? There is a God in heaven who intimately knew you before you ever showed up in this earth, before you ever went to school, before you ever got married. He knew everything about your life and he had already chosen you. Some of you say, well, I've been so bad and I've done so many things. I just don't know that God can use me. God chose you. Watch this. When your pain was still in your future. So God chose you knowing everything you would do, all your sin, all your pain, all your mistakes. He already had that in mind. Every mistake you ever made, every crazy decision you ever make. God chose you knowing all that was going to happen. He knew about the divorce. He knew about the abuse. He knew about the rape. He knew about the prison time. He knew about the addiction. He knew about the bankruptcy. And he chose you anyway, leader. I'm here to tell you that your God loves you so much that the Bible says you are imprinted in the palm of his hand. God's got a tattoo with your name on it and nothing is going to take it off. Somebody, uh, you just need to release in your car, in your house, in your bathroom while you're brushing your teeth. I am chosen. Leader, you got to know he chose you. Can I, can I go just a little bit further? I only got about three more minutes. In the English language, there are glaring weaknesses in the fact that the English language is not descriptive. For instance, I, in reading out the New Testament, the New Testament was originally written in Greek. And this has been translated into our known tongue for our understanding. In English, we had the word love. And we love everything. We love ice cream. We love our dog. We love our car. We love our husband. We love our wife. We love our kids. We love to go shopping. We just take one word and spread it over everything. And we use that one word to describe our relationship with everything and everybody. But the Greeks didn't do that. They had four words for love. And those four words define what kind of love it was. There was phileo, which is friendship love. There was uh, strikeo, family love. There was eros, erotic love. And then they had agape, which is the unconditional love of God. So whenever you read the Bible and you read the word love, it is one of four different words. And that word is very descriptive. Do you remember after Jesus had rose from the dead, he went to find Peter and he said, Peter, do you love me? And he said, yes, Lord, you know I love you. And Jesus said, then feed my sheep. Jesus was saying to Peter, do you agape me? And Peter was responding to him, yes, Lord, I phileo you. He was saying, do you love me unconditionally? And Peter said, I love you like my friend. Do you see how that changes the meaning of that whole experience? Now, when you see the word word, it is one of two different words in the Greek, logos and rhema. Here's why I'm telling you this. The word chosen in a Greek compound is ek lego mai. Mai is the tense. Lego is the verb form of logos. Ech means out of. In other words, you are chosen, listen to me leader, out of the word. God had a meeting somewhere in eternity, pulled you out of himself. That's how you were created because there was no other substance there but God. So when you read your Bible and you see the word, word, John chapter one, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, the word was God. He's talking about Jesus. Jesus' eternal name is word. 
if we if we if we go somewhere between verses 12 and 14, it would say, and the word became flesh. That's John chapter 1, 12 through 14. And, and, and Jesus, he dwelt among us and we beheld his glory. So we know we had the Father, the Word, and the Spirit. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God and he was the Father. He was God. He is God himself. That's why Jesus, when he came, said, if you've seen me, You've seen the Father. He says, I and the Father are one. There's no difference in the two. Heaven emptied itself in the person of Jesus and came and walked in the earth among us. And we beheld the glory of God while, he, while we looked at Jesus. If you want to know what God looks like, Hebrews 1, he is the, Jesus is the express image of God. So God emptied out heaven, put it all in Jesus, and then sent Jesus into the earth for 33 and a half years. And we beheld what God uh, looks like and who God is when we look at Jesus. So the word, word, logos, in the beginning was the logos. The word, logos, means the complete concept. The Bible is the whole concept of God. This book, the Bible, and Jesus are one and the same. In other words, when you see Jesus, you see the whole concept of God. You don't see one chapter. You see the whole book by itself. When you get this book, you get the whole concept of God. And this is the word logos. Well, the Bible says you were chosen out of the logos. Somebody say, I'm chosen. So God is the word. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and that word was God. And you have been eklegosed. You were chosen out of God himself. So what are you? You came out of the Logos. And there's another word for rhema, or for word, it's called rhema. Rhema is not a total concept. It is the spoken word. Not just that, but it has to do with that, the spoken. The rhema of God is when God takes a concept or a truth out of the Logos and speaks it directly to you in a moment, in a season, and, and to your deficiency. So if you came on this podcast fearful and I say, but God has not given you the spirit of fear, but has given you the spirit of love, power, and a sound mind. And then I went to another scripture and I said, you're to be anxious for nothing, but in all things with thanksgiving, make your prayers and petitions be made known unto God and the peace that passes or surpasses all understanding shall guard your heart and guard your mind in Christ Jesus. What did I just do, leader? That's not the total Bible, but I pulled two things out of the Logos and I spoke it right into your situation and ministered to you. That would be a rhema. Listen, an rhema is when you go in the Logos and you pull out something for a specific time in a specific season in your life. I'm here to tell the hurting that he is the restorer of broken hearts. That's your rhema. I'm here to tell the sick that by his stripes you are healed. And that is a rhema to you today. I'm here to tell the discouraged and those who are depressed that he is your glory and the lifter of your head. That is the rhema to you today. Do you understand what I'm saying, leader? You are chosen, leader. You are chosen. There's no doubt about it. There's no way to get around it. You were already created in Christ Jesus before the foundation of the earth. I don't care who doesn't like you. I don't care who said what about you. I don't care if they deleted you, if they blocked you. I don't care what they said. You're chosen. We don't go by what people think or say. We go by what the word of God says about us. You're chosen. Leader, I hope I helped you today to know many are called, but few are chosen. And you need to declare with your mouth, I am chosen. No matter my circumstance, no matter my situation, no matter what I feel like, I am chosen. Leader, I hope this helped you today. I thank you for joining me on yet another podcast of On Purpose with Langside. Listen, if you're ever in the Gadsden, Atala, Alabama area, listen, come see us sometime. Langside's Ministries, 209 Gilbert Ferry Road, Suite 4, Atala, Alabama, 35954. That's our current location. 
we have two services a week. And that's Tuesday nights, 6 p.m., 5.15 for prayer, but 6 p.m. promptly for just pure, intense word. And then the culmination service of our week is Friday Fire. That's 6.30 for intercession, 7 p.m. for service. It's intense worship, powerful word, prophetic unction, apostolic acceleration, activation, and advancement. Listen, it's so good. We're, we're always live on Facebook, and you can join us there, but it's so much better in person. Come see us soon. Leader, until next week, know that I love you. I'm praying for you. I need to see your face in the place. Hey, if you get a chance, go subscribe to our YouTube page, Lane Sites Ministries. Also, go follow me on all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Lane Sites Ministries. We love you, leader. See you next week. God bless. Thank you.